This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Mayor John Tory announced his latest step in the plan to tackle gridlock this morning. He launched the Quick Clear squads on the Gardner Expressway and the Don Valley Parkway. And the idea is that rapid response teams will focus on fixing problems, causing temporary lane blockages. So what do you think of that idea? The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And right now, Barbara Gray, the city's director of transportation, joins us. Hi, Barbara. Welcome. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? Good. Okay. So um, explain this quick clear squad, please. Sure. Uh, You know, it's an idea that was um, implemented during the Pan Am Games a couple of years ago, uh, and we haven't done much with it since then, but the mayor's interest in trying to get... uh, gridlock addressed and congestion managed uh, enabled us to push forward a pilot uh, earlier this year around about September um, and try to tabulate some data as we did this. And the, the, the general gist is that we have our crews um, in the morning rush hour out on the DVP and the gardener responding uh, quickly to typically stalled vehicles or scenes of accidents. They have um, on-site traffic control, they have a crash truck and a signboard, and they are able to provide assistance to drivers, they're able to clean up debris, assist with tow trucks, drivers, and make any necessary repairs if they can uh, on site to open the road or before emergency response uh, gets there. So how they can certainly we... don't do emergency response, but they're there really just to be support and assist and drivers and trying to get those um, folks cleared off the road so we can free back up the lanes for people traveling. So how come we, we didn't hear anything about this pilot project? You know, I don't know about that. Uh, we typically do pilots. Um, this was just shifting some staff around so that we could test it and see how it worked. Um, it's something that we've done before. We do uh, respond to incidents on both the DVP and the gardener when they occur, but this was trying to put a little bit more um, staff to it. And also we are doing some uh, additional work with our crews on the arterial roadways, especially looking for con- uh, construction that's happening there and illegal lane closures and enforcing those illegal lane closures um, so that we can again free up those lanes. Okay, so sometimes I know sometimes it looks like um, the city crews actually uh, blocking things, but that's not the case. No, not in this case. We're trying to get uh, people moving. And I think that uh, one of the things the mayor mentioned this morning when we did our uh, press event was that because the Trucks aren't particularly, they're branded City of Toronto, but they don't necessarily say Quick Clear Squad on them or, or anything like that at this point. Um, the people aren't necessarily exactly sure what it is that they're doing, and so they can not, perhaps not respond in the most positive way uh, when they're driving by uh, because they think they're blocking the road. <laughs> okay, people, don't give them the finger. Exactly. Oh, you did hear it. Okay, I'm glad you said it, not me. Okay. Uh, yeah, because they're, they're all out there trying to help and uh, trying to get uh, the lanes freed up again so people can get to their 
their destination, whether it be work or whatever, wherever they're going. Okay, so uh, the other side of all of this, of course, is pedestrian safety and following this past weekend's time change yep. there's a new toronto police pedestrian safety initiative uh it's just going to last a week it's called step up and be safe yep and it's particular attention to motorists cyclists and pedestrians i don't know who else there is <laughs> committing offenses near crosswalks intersections and school zones and quote pedestrians are also being encouraged to avoid using distracting electronic devices mm. when approaching intersections of course just last week we were talking about that private members bill to make that illegal so uh let's bring in constable clint stibby hi clint hi libby how are you fine how are you excellent thank you so uh how has the first morning of this uh safety blitz gone well, we've unfortunately had some pedestrians struck this morning. In fact, there was one at uh, Annette and Keel where uh, they were struck by a vehicle making a left-hand turn. Um, the driver in that particular collision has been charged with failing to yield to the pedestrian, but unfortunately the um, lady that was walking her dog, the dog didn't survive. The oh, dear. The lady suffered uh, bumps and bruises. So, I mean... When we look at these collisions, every one of these is preventable. And the fact that drivers are making errors, and we can't put everything on the drivers. There's mistakes being made on both sides. Uh, and even when we look at the mid-block crossing type situations, we've seen 16 out of 28 um, fatalities this year involving pedestrians as a result of a mid-block crossing situation. Um, when we look at the numbers even a little bit further, 13 of the 28 were in relation to a senior citizen. So we have to look at what are, what are the causes of these collisions, what can we do to minimize uh, the risk on our roadways. And unfortunately, it boils down to using our infrastructure properly. And quite often what we are seeing is, and I saw many times this morning actually at Bay and Queen, uh, saw individuals cutting the corner, walking right around the front edges of buses into traffic. And, you know, just by the grace of God, there wasn't a car on the other side that uh, hit that person. But the point is, individuals are taking chances. And in some cases, individuals are being injured or worse. Uh, losing their lives as a result of a decision that they've made, which perhaps they didn't think was risky. And the reality is if you think you can make it, you probably shouldn't be attempting it because that the inferring that you had to think, oh, maybe I can make it or maybe it's going to be okay, suggests that there's a chance you could get hurt. And you see it quite often when individuals are suddenly run across the road when they first start walking. And I mean, there's a video from about two weeks ago, the two um, gentlemen attempting to cross the roadway. Um, and one takes off, and then uh, the other's left behind, but the one that took off is hit by the car. Oh. Um, I'm just going to give the numbers out again if people have something to say about this. We still will be taking calls on this subject for um, a few more minutes. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Uh, I am on the line with Barbara Gray, who is the Director of Transportation, and Constable Clint Stibby, and we're talking about a pair of measures um, one on the highways uh, uh, to help keep traffic clear when lanes are closed, and the other a kind of pedestrian safety initiative. Uh, and um, just to refresh drivers, Clint, on, uh, okay, when can you turn, whether it be right or left, when people are crossing, do all of them have to be all the way across, or if, if it's clear, can you turn? You're referring to the uh, new legislation that came out, correct? Yeah. Uh, okay, so 
basically uh, that only applies uh, to a situation where there's a crossing guard uh, at a non-signalized intersection primarily. However, uh, when we look at uh, the city as a whole, there are a few very high volume intersections that do have crossing guards in place. So anywhere in a signalized location where there is a crossing guard, drivers would have to wait until the crossing guard and children have stepped off the road before proceeding to make that turn. But if the crossing guard's not present, then that doesn't apply. So again, it, it depends on where you are and what uh, what situation you're presented with will depend on how you're going to have to react to that particular uh, situation. Okay. And Barbara, do you have anything to say about the pedestrian step up and be safe campaign? Well, the timing of it is, is excellent. I mean, uh, there's huge concern uh, in every jurisdiction this time of year with the daylight savings time. The leaves are still on the trees. The light is a little bit iffy. And uh, we just really need people to pay attention regardless of which mode they choose to travel because we just want everybody to get around the city and be safe. Um, and it's very, very important to remind people. I think we all travel each and every day however we choose to do so. And, uh, and I think that we can sometimes forget that we are uh, really, it's critically important to pay attention and be aware regardless of how you choose to travel. So I think the timing of it is fantastic. Um, and I'm hopeful that um, we will save some lives through it. Uh, I, I want to say something to people uh, uh, regarding pedestrian safety. That you know, you mentioned that the light is a little iffy, and at twilight and in the evening, I, when I was driving on the weekend, there were a few occasions, especially in the rain, where I remember what people are wearing dark clothing. The only way that I saw a couple of pedestrians was literally their dogs were light. Uh huh. So uh, just remind people that you know it's it's probably a good idea to wear something light colored or or a reflector if you're going to be walking around in the dark. And also to drive slowly because your best opportunity to avoid a crash is to be able to be flexible and nimble. Uh, and so the slower you're driving, the easier it is to respond. Right. And, Clint, are you going to be handing out tickets or what? Oh, absolutely. Officers will be uh, uh, issuing tickets where necessary. And they do have, obviously, the op- option to uh, give a warning uh, should they deem it uh appropriate. But the reality is we have to use common sense when we're using our infrastructure. And the infrastructure is changing, but it's going to take a long time for us to perhaps get dedicated uh, pedestrian area, dedicated cycling area, dedicated and separated uh, vehicle areas. Uh, But the reality is we have to work within the infrastructure we have. If we use it properly, we can help minimize the uh, number of collisions that we see. Uh, But the key here is reduce your speed, be aware, take that second look, and don't take chances because any one of those things that occurs can lead to the death of an individual because every time you double your speed, you quadruple your stopping distance. So, uh, and that's on a dry day. Now you imagine adding a wet pavement, ice, snow, leaves, any one of these types of um, substances on the ground can increase the stopping distance on your vehicle tremendously. And even though you may not have been going terribly quick, the reality is if you do stop on leaves, you could slide as if you were on ice. And so that's 40 kilometers per hour, which you thought would be okay, is now too fast for the conditions. So again, you have to be paying attention to the changing road conditions and adjust your speed accordingly. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that leaves could be as slippery as ice. I had no idea. Oh, absolutely. Especially when they're wet. Yeah. Uh, they, the car will essentially, the leaves will bunch up underneath the tires and lift the ro- tire right off the roadway. And then you'll be just skidding literally on layers of, uh, of leaves. And this type of situation, it has happened. I mean, even uh, myself just driving down the road, sometimes you get into an area where there's some leaves near perhaps a stop sign or whatnot. If you haven't accounted for that being there, 
you could very well go right through the intersection because you were going too fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's take a call from uh, Mel in Toronto. Hello, Mel. Hi, how are you, ma'am? Yeah. Fine. fine. Yeah. You're on the air. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying that uh, it's not always the, the, the problem with the, uh, the drivers. It's mostly the pedestrians. I drive every day and see a lot of pedestrian mistakes. First yeah. of all, they're texting and walking. And uh, they, they're, they're uh, crossing without looking. Yeah, that happens too, certainly. Yeah, but I, oh, I yeah, want to point out that it's not just one group doing it. Like that. Yeah, pedestrians are not very careful. They well, can't blame the drivers. Well, uh, it's both of them. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say you can't blame one per se. The errors are happening on all road users' uh, sides. I mean, whether you're cyclist, pedestrian, or driver, I see mistakes made by individuals at all times. I'm on the air. <laughs> okay, I, I think we're getting a little too much interference there, Mel. Thanks for your call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They should pick at the uh, pedestrians too, not only the drivers. Well, for being inattentive. Okay. Um, all right. Um, are you you are going to be handing out tickets to pedestrians as well, Clint? Right. Correct. It, they will be looking at all road users. Do you have so, any numbers on the tickets so far? Oh gosh, no. They, uh, the day shift is only out uh, now. They're still out for several hours, so the uh, we'll have numbers at the end of the campaign. So uh, next Tuesday we should have them. Okay. And uh, Barbara, is there anything you'd like to leave us with on that? Uh, I don't think so. I'm excited to. Uh uh launched this program the quick clear program excited that we've got some real uh focused partnership between police and transportation and the public on pedestrian safety and uh just encouraging people to really to stay safe out there and be alert no matter how they choose to travel okay thank you both so much thank you bye-bye bye-bye Okay, we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, Remembrance Day is coming up, and we are going to be talking about a very important program for our veterans. Before we go to break, the numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. We are going to be talking about Remembrance Day and a program to get veterans started in their own businesses. That's when we return. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.